This is Thursday, May 19th, and today I'd like to tell you a beautiful story of following God's lead to be involved in building of community. It began in 1965 with a couple named Linda and Millard Fuller. They left their successful business in Montgomery, Alabama to move to Georgia, where they could begin an experiment in Christian community. Indeed, Fuller was so successful that he became a millionaire by the time he was 29 years old. But he longed for more, and his faith in Jesus pushed him to consider a radical change. They wondered if it would be possible to establish a community that reflects the character of Jesus and the nature of the kingdom of God. They joined a new community called Koinonia Farm. That word koinonia means fellowship in Greek. And it was founded by a man named Clarence Jordan. While a part of life in this new community, Fuller became convinced that the poor didn't need charity. They needed opportunity and also capital to work with. It was then that the Fullers formed what is, has came to be called Habitat for Humanity. Habitat actually began with a revolving fund that was used to help poor families build a home. Then the funds would be returned and another family could do the same. The idea behind Habitat was not to build homes per se, but it was to build families and by so doing to build communities. Indeed, that is so much more difficult. Here's our text for today. It comes from Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 11 to 13. This is Nehemiah speaking. I went to Jerusalem, and after staying there three days, I set out during the night with a few others. I had not told anyone what my God put in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There were no mounts with me except the one I was riding on. By night, I went out through the valley gate toward the jackal wall and the dung gate, examining the walls of Jerusalem which had been broken down and its gates which had been destroyed by fire. Now here's what Nehemiah did when he arrived in Jerusalem. He didn't have a plan, so he didn't announce one. Instead, he went at night when no one would see him and he did an inspection of the city. He was stunned by what he saw. The city, if you could call it that, was a shambles. The walls had been torn down and even the gates had been burned. You see, it wasn't a city any longer. What he surveyed was nothing more than ruins. And after surveying the city, he concocted a plan to rebuild the walls and gates, giving each family a section of the wall to work on. You see, he didn't import construction workers for two reasons. First, he didn't have the resources to pay workers. But second and more important, he wanted the people to own the city, to know that they were stakeholders. You see, if they worked on the wall, it would not only be the wall of Jerusalem, it would become their wall. He wanted them to see the community come alive around them in the form of this project. You see, we may think that building a city is a construction project, but it's far more than that. It is a community development project. This means bringing people together, helping to share the work, and share their lives with each other. It means the development of an identity as a people. And again, this is much more difficult than the building of walls. 
I'm not sure we see this about the city and our city. Erecting new buildings, well, it's fairly easy. The greater challenge is forming healthy communities. Now, I shared this story of Habitat for Humanity because they build houses to invest in families to build those communities. Let me tell you a little bit about how they do it. For a family to qualify for a new home, they have to put in what Habitat calls sweat equity. Yes, they must put in hundreds of hours of their own work helping others to build their houses and then many hours working on their own house. You see, serving each other allows them to make connections and to build communities. And working on their own house will help them to see, well, it really is theirs. They will develop a deep sense of ownership in their house and their neighborhood. Here's the mission statement of Habitat for Humanity. Quote, Seeking to put God's love into action, Habitat for Humanity brings people together to build homes, communities, and hope. Okay, now we need to return to thinking about our city and how we're called to live here. Though Habitat for Humanity has a chapter here, much of Miami-Dade has been built out. But there remains this desperate need for the building of healthy communities in our city. Communities where people know and love each other, share life together, and come to support and serve each other. Now, of course, we can't do that for an entire city. But you can start where God has placed you. You can start small where you live. That's what God has called us to do. And this is what we're called to do with each other in our Granada community. And that's our prayer and our mission. To put God's love into action right where he has placed us. Let's pray. Lord God, you give us hope for the city by showing us Jesus and how this his community opens the way for people to come together and for people to come to you. Show us this day our part, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.